This is the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast with Lindsay Preston, episode 53, Manage Your Mind. Welcome to the Become an Unstoppable Woman podcast, the show for goal-getting, fear-facing women who are kicking ass by creating change. I'm your host, Lindsay Preston. I'm a wife, mom of two, and a multi-certified life coach to women all over the world. I've lived through enough in life to know that easier doesn't always equate to better. We can't fear the fire, we must learn to become it. And on this show, I'll teach you how to do just that. So join me as I challenge you to become even more of the strong, resilient, and powerful woman you are meant to be. Let's do this. Miss Unstoppable. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. This week's episode is going to blow your damn mind. I know I always have the explicit little symbol on these episodes and I don't really use it. And to be honest with you, I'm going to start using it a little bit more because it's a little bit exhausting to kind of filter myself. I'm going to start approaching these podcasts even more just like you and I are sitting across the table from one another as friends, maybe grabbing a drink or just having lunch together. And in my personal life, I tend to be a little sassy. So I tend to drop a little cuss words here and there. So please don't listen around kids unless you're totally cool with that. All right. So today we're going to talk about managing your mind. And what I'm going to give you today is going to change your life. I'm giving you some major gold here. And this is the stuff I'm teaching my clients every single day, day in and day out. In fact, I just got off a um, client call with a client I've had for years now where we were coaching through one of these tools I'm going to share with you today and how much it impacted her and changed her. So this is one you're going to really want to listen to maybe over and over again, take notes on, or just finally say, hey, maybe it's time that I finally coach with Lindsay. Let's do this. Right now, I'm in a transition period in my business where I'm going from um, selling my coaching in separate packages. So like you sign up for three months here, three months here, and that's it. And now it's going to be a nine-month process from start to finish, just one level of you're going to get the ultimate support from me. And so I can only take a certain amount of people because of that. And this is actually something I've wanted. It's a really good thing. I realized over, especially the past year, I do a lot better with a small group of clients that I can go really intimate and really deep with. And I only want to work with people who are all in, who are super duper ready to up-level and change their lives, not these people that are like, "Eh, I don't know yet. And I know this podcast is one of those resources to really help you figure out, is it that something that I want to do? Am I really ready to change? I know there's a podcast I listen to from my business coach right now for a whole year. I listened to every single episode of hers. Like every week it came out, I could not wait to get my hands on that episode. And I just needed that time 
to really get to know her and trust her and like her and really figure out inside myself, is this really something that I'm wanting here? And then once I knew, I acted on that and I I took action and I'm so glad that I did. And now as we're working together, we have an amazing relationship and I don't really like talk to her that much. It's really just me doing a lot of self-study teaching and coaching myself and stuff. But um, I, I just trust everything that comes out of her mouth and and that was based off of me listening to her podcast. So I know you may be on a journey right now where you're not quite ready that yet, but just know these podcasts that are coming out are gold. And I don't say that from an egotistical standpoint. I say that from a results standpoint. These are the things that have helped me tremendously in my life. They help my clients' lives. They help other people's lives. I spend about an hour a day doing some sort of personal development on myself. And a lot of that is listening to other coaches coach other clients. Yes, that's a thing. And granted, these are clients of other coaches who have released that ability to do so. So if you're a client of mine, you're like, Lindsay, do you release our recordings? No, I do not. Only you and I have access to those recordings. But yes, I'm spending a lot of time listening to other people getting coached using different tools and, and things of that sort. So I'm in this coaching world a lot to tell you. Um, so I'm so excited to share that with you today. I do want to give you just a quick life update. So um, as I'm recording this, I'm just a few days back from my vacation. I actually went to Colorado with my family. We really went back and forth on this trip because if you're listening to this episode live, you know, the coronavirus is out there. We actually booked this trip in February before everything kind of hit the fan in March. And we just kept it on the calendar and we kept going back and forth to it. And we were meeting another family there and they were all in and they continued to stay all in. And um, the wife of the family we were meeting, she's actually a nurse. And so um, she was just really confident and, you know, just really um, made us feel comfortable about going to this trip regardless. So still have some reservations about it. We're in quarantine right now just to make sure we didn't pick up anything while we're out. But I, I am really glad that we went. It was an amazing trip. It was beautiful. We stayed at an amazing resort. They happened to open on the day that we arrived from their, you know, closure from COVID. Um, so it was just, again, one of those life moments of, I can't believe this is my life. And not only that, but I realized I had some life moments prior to coaching, be, me being the client in essence when I say that, and I wasn't in the headspace to really enjoy and take in that kind of abundance and beauty and have the gratitude and presence that I have now. And so in essence, a lot of those moments were, you know, quote unquote, wasted, I feel like. And this time I could just really sit there and take it in. Now, that doesn't mean everything was daisies and rainbows. Um, there were some hard moments during the trip, like my daughter really annoyed me one day, my husband annoyed me, but all in all, it was amazing. And it was fuel for me to come back and record this episode for you because I just thought, you know, so many people, they're out there checking off life's boxes. You hear me say this a lot on the podcast. And yet they're going in doing these great things like going to a resort or these trips and they're not able to be present during them. And that's why managing your mind is so incredibly important. You know, even when I was on my trip, as I said, you know, people annoyed me and there were other moments where things really could have taken a tumble and 
made the whole trip sour, but I was able to spot in my mind what was going on and change it so that I could really continue to stay present. Being present is actually kind of hard to do. I know this is why the mindfulness movement has really taken off, you know, with different apps and different athletes really bringing attention to it. I think LeBron James is really big into it. Um, trying to think who else is that that swimmer that won all the awards in the Olympics. What is his name? I can picture his face. But a lot of them are coming out talking about mindfulness, right? And the reason why is because it's so important. And I believe it's the most important skill you can learn. Um, And I think so many people would agree with me. And it's such a shame we're not teaching this in our schools because the quality of your mind and your mind meaning your thoughts, how you're able to see your thoughts and be aware of them to help you feel your feelings is directly correlated with the quality of your life. So if you have a great mindset, you're going to have a great life. So that's why you see a lot of rich, miserable people. I happen to live in an area where we have all different types. And recently I had a play date. Of course, this is pre-COVID for my son. And we walk in, it's this million dollar plus home and the people are just miserable. And I just thought once again, money does not solve the problem. It's your mindset always, 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 always. That's why you see too, you know, poor people who are just so happy. You know, one of the best times in my own life was when I had no money and I was just going through my divorce and I was this new client of coaching and just learning all these tools that I'm teaching on the podcast and of course in my coaching process. And I just felt so amazing for the first time in my life. And I just thought, oh, who cares if I have no money in the bank? I feel so good. So again, today's episode can really impact you and hopefully you'll take away some things today to start to implement in your life to see exactly what I'm talking about. Because, you know, we think sometimes that our thoughts are facts and our thoughts are just sentences in our brain. And once we realize this and we realize that we can sit there and listen to them, and we don't have to take them as truths, everything changes. You realize how much power you have. You realize how much you can change things just from your thoughts and how you start to feel really good and you start to have a lot more energy and you're taking these things like I've talked on the podcast about massive action. And then all of a sudden you're like, how am I getting these results? It just seems too easy. It seems like magic. It seems like someone should come arrest me. (laughs) I've had that thought many times of like, am I doing something wrong here? Because this just is way easier doing it this way than the way I had been doing it before and the way that society teaches us, to be honest. So again, so excited for you to be here today. All right, so let's get into it. I'm going to teach you my top tools for managing your mind. Remember, your mind or your mindset really just means your thoughts, right? So the first tool that I'm going to teach you, and it's a tool I have been obsessed with lately, I've known about it for a while, but recently I've just been using it a lot in my day-to-day life, and I'm starting to use it with my clients, and it's changing the game. It's just making things so simple for all of us. And really, this is a tool that I'm using with clients when they're near the end of working with me or they're just an alum who's coming back and getting a maintenance session. And this tool is one I've mentioned on another episode. I believe it was in Managing Uncertainty. 
but um, it's called the self-coaching model. It was developed by Brooke Castillo of the Life Coach School. I'm not certified through them, but I am just a huge advocate of this tool. And really what the tool is, is it's showing you that your circumstances are neutral. And no matter what happens to us, it's not really about the circumstance. It's our thinking about the circumstance that changes the game, that creates our feelings, that then creates our actions and then creates our results. And when you're able to see, you know, your model, in essence is what they call it, written out, it is flipping powerful. Because again, it shows you, oh my gosh, it's my thoughts. And it also shows you this is what I'm feeling. So many times we don't really know what we're feeling. And then all of a sudden we feel really um, anxious or just moody, or we feel sad all of a sudden. And then we just like kind of snowball in essence. And all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what happened? Why am I feeling this way? I remember so many times you know, as I've kind of gone through this personal development journey in the past few years, and life comes at you really fast, right? Especially when you're scroll scrolling on your phone, and all of a sudden you're like, fine, and then maybe you see something, but you're scrolling so fast that you don't even kind of register what has happened. And then all of a sudden, I would find myself feeling a little mad or sad sometimes, and I'd have to back up and say, what happened? Like, let me slow down here for a second. And I'd have to go back and trace my steps and say, oh my gosh, it was after I saw this one post, it really, you know, kind of irked me. And that's why, why I'm feeling this. And then all of a sudden, you know, kind of in the background, my thoughts are tumbling or snowballing into another direction. And now all of a sudden, I'm really moody, right? So it's it's really important, again, that we're able to kind of catch these things and manage our mind because otherwise, as I said, it snowballs. So let me give you an example in my own life. So as I said, we went on vacation last week. We went to a really nice resort and I've been to nice resorts in the past few years. I've been very fortunate in that. We like to vacation well. We're not, you know, old money. We're not new money. We're just people who do decently well and who like to travel in a really nice way. My husband and I both value experience. And so that's just something we've told ourselves from the very beginning is that we want to take nice trips. And so we do. So we roll up to this resort and I knew it was going to be nice, but I didn't think it was going to be as nice as it was. And since we had been driving like basically two days. My son wasn't even wearing pants. He was in a diaper in his pajama shirt. My daughter was still in her pajamas. And she's at the age where it's like kind of inappropriate to be in pajamas. And I'm kind of disheveled at this point. We have so many bags because I packed a ton of snacks in the car. And not only that, but I like I packed random things, you know, because of this COVID stuff. And I didn't know if we could even stop and like use the bathroom. So I have like toilet paper <laughs> and like antibacterial wipes and stuff. So we roll up and, you know, the um, ballet guys like open our door and we kind of just like roll out of the car looking disheveled. And they're trying to take all our bags and be super helpful. And in essence, I'm really just wanting to like self-park the car and do it ourselves because I'm kind of embarrassed and our luggage is, is kind of old. And so we're walking out and um, I'm kind of looking around thinking, okay, is anybody else kind of looking at like us? Because as I mentioned earlier, they had just opened the hotel on this day. And so it was like this massive rush of all these people checking in at once, right? Because it was the first day you could check in. 
And so I'm looking around, it's like all these people who are really put together and they all kind of have their Louis Vuitton luggage coming out and they have this, this aura about them that my read was, oh my gosh, it's all old money. You know what I'm talking about. Like they're just really polished and put together. You can tell what they're wearing is designer, even though it may not have the labels on it. Their bags obviously have the labels and they just have this peace and calm about them. Um, you know, like they have no rush, no stress because it's like, you know, money's just abundant. You know, they don't have to rush to go to work and all that stuff. Um, and so I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh my gosh, like we're out of place was the thought. Now I didn't realize this at the time consciously but I thought we don't fit in here and so we finally get to our room with our bags our million and one bags and the um what would you call them like the the bellhop I don't know he he brings our bags and so we're in there and I'm like okay all right I was like let's get dressed and let's go to dinner and we had dinner reservations and so we go down there we look decently okay um and my daughter at dinner just starts not having the best manners. And this is something I've really been working on her. She even went to etiquette school. Like this is something that's like really bothering me, to be honest. Um, and my son, like I don't buy my son nice clothes because he's little. I mean, he's a little boy. He's two years old. Like I just don't. Um, but all these other boys were dressed with their little monogram stuff. And again, it was just kind of feeding into me kind of in the background in my head of we don't fit in. Um, you know, we're kind of like lower class than these people. And so I started getting antsy with my daughter and moody toward my family. And I'm thinking, what, why am I getting like this? Like I start to catch it and I'm like, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to sit here and snap at everybody. I'm on vacation. Like who cares? And I had to sit back and just kind of analyze my thoughts for a moment. And that's when I played it back. And I realized the model in essence. Okay. So if we have the circumstance of the hotel being what it is, that's the circumstance, right? Of the situation, right? Of that's just the hotel and how it is. And it's my thoughts about the circumstance that's creating this feeling of not being enough, right? And so then from that, the actions I'm taking off of that is being really snappy toward my family. And then the result of that, had that gone on long term, would probably be we wouldn't have that great of a vacation. And I would feel really out of it or inadequate um, and all of those things, right? But because I was able to catch my thought pretty early on in the game of feeling, oh, we don't fit in, I could catch it and say, whoa, wait a second. Okay, maybe that's true. Maybe. But I don't really want to think that because I don't really want to be old money. I don't really want to be new money. I don't really want to be any of that crap. I just want to be myself and I want to enjoy my family. And that's why I'm here. I'm not here to impress anybody. I'm here to have a great time with my family. And so from that, I was able to start to intentionally program those kinds of thoughts in my mind when it would come up again and again because you know we were there all week and we were walking around and granted there were other families there as the week went on and especially the family that we met with that's not like that at all and I was able to be really present with them but anytime that thought would come up of ooh we're we're not old money like these other people 
be like, I don't care about that. Like that is not important to me. I fit in. We fit in. We're amazing. I love us for who we are. Those are the thoughts I start to tell myself intentionally to create the feelings of peace and acceptance and presence. And then of course, taking action from that place and getting different results. So that model tool in essence is an amazing one to really help you start to see what is going on in my mind. And if you're really new to thought work or mindset work, this is going to take a little bit of skill. And so that's why when I have clients who first come to me, I have them start journaling. And the first few weeks we're together, they have to journal like four plus times a week. And I know that can turn some people off, but it's so important because they're starting to see what's going on in their head. And then they're starting to see, whoa, this is what's been going on behind the scenes. And for a lot of them too, they realize, oh, I can put this all out on paper now versus it swarming in my head. And because many times when we're pulling the thoughts, the feelings come with that, then the feelings have somewhere to go and the feelings can be processed instead of just kind of, again, swarming in your head or your body. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I need some wine or, oh, I need to go shopping or I really need to watch some Netflix tonight because you're feeling something that's uncomfortable for your body, your mind, whatever, and you're wanting to take that edge off with something we call a distraction, which is in essence numbing you from actually feeling it. When the feeling, sometimes, yeah, it's really uncomfortable and it doesn't feel good, but sometimes we just need to sit there and feel it in order to kind of allow it to be until we can move on. And so that's my next biggest tip for you is once you're starting to pull the thoughts is to really start to, you know, pull the feeling. We go back to that model, right? And I'm going to have a printable of this in the show notes if you want to see this visually. But a model in essence is really the first line is just a C for circumstance and you're writing what the circumstance is. And then you're going to write below that a T and you're going to write what your thought is. And then below that, you're going to write an F and you're going to write what your feeling is. So I'll give you another example here. So before I gave you the example of the hotel, right, that was the circumstance. My thought was we don't fit in. The feeling was inadequacy in essence, right? So in June, it was a really big month for me. I lost like eight pounds. I doubled my revenue in my business. Um, what other, what else happened? There was so much that happened. I hired an amazing team. Um, oh gosh, I started speaking up about um, racism and really coming out as being anti-racist. And I got some pushback from that, and especially from family members. I, I had a few really big fights with my husband actually about that. But we worked through them and I was able to kind of show myself like, hey, this isn't that scary. Keep going. This is amazing. And so it was just a lot of of mindset changes and lots of results from that, right? So really the first week in June specifically was super big. This is the week I made the most money. Um, I made more money in a week than I had made in my best month to date. I also lost, I think, like three or four pounds just in that week because I just started this new way of living and I cut flour and sugar. I cut alcohol and caffeine, which I had pretty much done before. And so my body just was like, "Woo, this is great. And I started to have amazing energy from that. And so I got on a coaching session after that week happened and I said, okay, here's my circumstance. And I told them, I said, last week was amazing and here's what happened. And there's a part of me that's like, 
oh my gosh, this is so incredible. And I feel excited off of that. And then there's this other part of me that says, this is scary. And I feel this anxiety and it almost feels like someone's choking me. And the coach I was coaching with said, okay, we'll just sit there and feel that for a little bit. And I was like, what? It's like, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel anxious and scared. And she's like, no, I want you to just sit there and feel that. So I sat there for like five minutes and I had my hands on my throat because that's what it felt like when someone was choking me. And I just kept saying, this is so uncomfortable. She's like, no, I just want you to feel it. I was like, okay. And so I can, like, I'm putting myself back in there and I'm like feeling it. Um, And she goes, okay, do you want to talk about it? And I said, yeah, I just, I keep feeling like someone's choking me and someone's holding me back. And I just, I don't even know why I feel that way. She's like, I don't care why it feels that way. Just feel it. She just kept saying that. Just feel it. Just feel it. And we sat there for like 20 minutes and I just felt it. And then, you know, what happened after that? I didn't need to feel it anymore. Like I just finally allowed myself to feel the feeling of being scared from the power I had created. And as I got off that session, I sat there and I realized, oh my goodness, I have been doing this to myself for years. And that was what was causing a huge part of my self-sabotage. And so I would have these amazing moments. And then I wouldn't really realize what I was feeling. I knew I'd feel scared, but I wouldn't allow myself to feel that way. I'd just say, oh, just keep going. But then I'd start self-sabotaging. And then that was like it. And then I couldn't keep up the momentum of it. But by my coach for that day, really having me sit there and feel that, I needed that. And I do this so many times, of course, as a coach on the other side of having my clients feel those things. It's just sometimes in our own mind, we're too close to things and, you know, our brain wants us to avoid pain at all costs, even if we know we need to go into it. And so that's why we need somebody else there, like a coach to really say, hey, I'm going to hold that space for you. I'm going to give you this time and I'm going to just hold that accountability and say, I really need you to feel this right now. And we tapped into the depth of it and to show me to some things that maybe I wasn't seeing in myself. And so that's another big tip for you here is to not only be able to see your thoughts, but then to feel your feelings, but to have somebody, be it a coach, hopefully me, because I would love to be your coach, but somebody to hold that space for you and show you what you may not be seeing in yourself. So if I talk specifically about the session I just got off where I was doing this for a client of mine, and this is an old client of mine, um, she came to me and she said, you know, I just keep feeling the same frustration and I don't want to be around people and I just want to figure out some tips of how to do that. And I took her through, in essence, this model tool that I'm telling you and I said, okay, well, tell me what your thoughts are and then what your feelings are. And I kind of just allowed her to feel the feeling. And I said, well, what if it's okay to just feel that discomfort? Like, what if nothing's gone wrong for you to feel uncomfortable in those moments? It's just that's what you need to feel right now in order to, you know, evolve and move on. She's like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, because before I would go and pick up some alcohol to kind of take off the edge. But this time I'm not doing that anymore. Instead, I'm just feeling the feeling. But now I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, yeah, exactly. You just need to feel it. Just allow yourself to feel through it that, hey, this is uncomfortable and that's okay. And that's the other big tip I really want to give you here is what if anytime something is happening in your life 
or something you're thinking or something you're feeling, it's not because something has gone wrong. Maybe it's just that way because that's what you need in that moment. I'm going to say that again because that might blow your mind there. But what if something that's happened in your life or a thought you've had or a feeling you have that doesn't mean that something has gone wrong? It just means that that's what you need in that moment. So if we go back to my hotel example of getting out of the car and I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, we don't fit in. Would I look back on that moment now as such a blessing that A, I tapped into the feeling and the thought of that, right? Because otherwise it could have really snowballed and I could have really sabotaged the trip off of something so silly, right? But we do this. But it allowed me to see something deeper and it allowed me to see something I needed a little bit more healing on. And that was in college, I went to this college that I thought I was going to fit in. I thought I was going to be this rock star at, and I was um, in some ways, but in other ways, I didn't fit in. It was a lot of old money, and I wasn't old money. I wasn't new money either. I was just kind of this girl who had persevered and broken barriers and gotten to this new world and didn't really know the, all these etiquette things and stuff like that. So um, I realized in that of like, whoa, that impacted me more than I realized. And I was able to do a little healing work for that, you know, 18-year-old version of me that was feeling really scared for those years as I was in college and trying to navigate through all of that. And so that was such a blessing for me to be able to go back and do that healing because now I'm on the other side of it. I'm like, whoo, I'm even more unstoppable now, right? But if I had gone back to that moment and said, something's gone wrong here, why am I feeling this way? You know, red flag, red flag, I'm not supposed to feel this, I'm only supposed to feel good, I'm on vacation, what's wrong with me? And like judging it, whoo, that would have been a whole nother level of crap that I would have had to work through versus just accepting it for what it is, is I'm feeling inadequate right now. Whoo, okay, let me feel that. Whoo, that feels uncomfortable. I don't like that feeling. I don't like knowing that we're not, you know, the rock stars here, whatever you want to call it, or just like, you know, fitting in with everybody, but I'm just going to feel it for a moment. And then I allowed myself to feel it and I can move on. Okay. So you follow me here. The tips I'm giving you is one, recognize what the thoughts are. The power is always in your thoughts. It's not about the circumstance. It's about your thoughts about the circumstance that's creating the feelings, that's creating the actions, and creating the results for you. That is where your power is. That's where you're managing your mind. When you know what your thoughts are, that's where you can change everything everything. And if you're not getting the results you want, that's where you can go back and say, okay, what are my thoughts about this? You know, as I'm working with my business coach, this is constantly what she's coaching us on is if we don't get a result we want in our business, she's saying, okay, what were the thoughts? Like, for example, if we post something like on Instagram, but like nobody replies to it, she'll go in and say, okay, what were your thoughts when you were posting that? Well, I was thinking I really want to help people, that I really want, you know, them to know this message, but I was also thinking, I don't think I'm a very good coach or da-da-da-da-da. And people can feel that off of you. We all have like this energetic BO, is what my coach Stacy calls it. It's so true. Because I did a marketing campaign last year with some quote unquote influencers online. And they would go on and they would talk about coaching and how it helped them. And as they referred people to me, it was like carbon copies of them. 
no joke. Like it was the same problems, the same issues in their life, everything they needed help with. And it wasn't specifically like these people had gone out and said, hey, this is what I'm coaching through. It was like these people just picked up on their energetic BO and I was like almost coaching them part two. It's been so interesting to watch. And so it's so true. You know, there's a quote out there that says your vibe attracts your tribe, which I know some people find offense to because of the tribe thing. But it's very, very impactful how our energy is. And that's all off of what we're thinking. You know, you can read people from a mile away. At least I can. I know a lot of other people can. Is, is that person confident? What is he or she thinking about themselves? I can so see it in everybody's demeanor and body language. Um, and you're doing that too. And that again, that all goes back to your thoughts. What are you thinking? And that's what's creating what you're feeling. And then sometimes you just need a coach or somebody else to hold space and allow you to see what it is that you're thinking and feeling so that you can change it. You know, so many times people think, oh, I don't want to invest money in coaching because, you know, it's like you're selling the invisible in essence is what we call it in coaching. It's not like we can say, oh, you know, look at my before and after, you know, a weight loss coach, of course, can do that. But for us, it's like, okay, we're doing all this internal work. Um, so it's hard sometimes for us to kind of sell that, right? But this is the this is the gold. This is what changes the entire game. Because if you feel really good about yourself and about life and you have really good thoughts about things, that's what's attracting the goodness into your life. That's why so many people come to me and they say, oh, I want to get um, a promotion or I want this and that to happen. And then as we work together, they get it so quickly. They're like, well, I didn't really change anything that I was doing. I didn't even know what I needed to do. It just happened. I'm like, yeah, because we changed your thoughts. We changed your feelings. And all of a sudden, you know, that dream guy that you wanted was like, he spotted you in the grocery store because you had the energetic vibe to attract that versus before you were like, oh, this is never going to happen. I don't know where it's going to come from. Right. So it's, again, so, so, so important you are knowing those thoughts. If that's the only thing you take away from this episode is knowing that your thoughts create everything, that is a great takeaway to have. If you're very new to this work, that's the ultimate thought to have. If you're more advanced, definitely take in these tools of like the model and using that. And two, hiring a coach. A book and a podcast can only take you so far, my friends. If you aren't finally investing in yourself at this next level, you're missing out. And I've learned this the hard way. Like the very first year I was introduced to coaching, I had my coach. We coached nearly every week. It was nine months. I created so much growth and transformation. And then I was like, you know what? I'm good for a while. I'm going to build my business. And I did that. And I would, you know, get little coaching here and there. Um, but I didn't really for years. And it wasn't until about last year that I was like, okay, I, something needs to change with my business because to be completely honest with you, it really was not making money. And part of that was I took some time off to have my son, but it wasn't generating the income that it really needed to, to survive a, and for me to finally say, okay, this is like it, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and so I ended up rehiring my first coach. And then as this year has gone on, I've hired, you know, like my business coach, Stacy, and things of that sort. Um, and that's what's really changed the game for me. And it's made it so clear to me that, again, like ongoing coaching is one of the biggest keys to ongoing growth. And anytime you're just in constant transformation, 
because that's what coaching should be delivering to you. Um, you're just going to grow and grow and grow and grow. And there's just no need to stop because if you continue to grow, your finances should be continuing to grow along with that. Um, and so why stop, right? You you just keep going and going and going and going. It's pretty incredible. So those are my top tips for you on how to manage your mind. Remember, this is the most important skill that you can learn for yourself is learning how to do this. It seems very basic and elementary, I know. It seems too good to be true. Um, But truly, without a doubt, this is the biggest key to success. The way you manage your mind is a direct reflection of what you will create in your life. Again, hands down, period. No question mark, period, exclamation point. This is it. So please start learning how to manage that mind and really start to take in what is going on in my head, start to feel those feelings, start to think about how do I want to invest in myself? Because if I can start to see the thoughts of what's going on and just process my feelings, then dang, I'm just going to be so unstoppable. I'm going to be able to create the actions and the results that I want to create. I'm seeing this yet again in my own life. So I want this for you too, my friend. It really is so simple. And that's why sometimes it's so simple that it takes my breath away. Like that week when I had a really big week of, whoa, I've finally lost some of this weight. I'm finally making the money I want. It was because I had been coaching on my thoughts for the month prior and all of a sudden, boom, get the results. And I was like, this is too easy. I feel scared. It does. It's It, it really can be that simple. So I hope this episode helped you. I feel like it was a big one. I know it would have helped me out so much back in the day. And be sure to listen to the outro here to get the link on my free community if you want to continue this conversation. And two, to get the link if you're ready to start coaching with me, you can go take a free assessment, answer some questions, see if we're a good fit. And then we can get on a free consult call together and start figuring out if we're going to coach together. I would love, love, love to help you. All right, my friend, talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Become an Unstoppable Woman. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you get new episodes every Monday. And I'd love it if you left a review for the show too, especially if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. If you want even more from the show, come join the conversation online in my community. Each week we break down the episode and you have a private space to ask your questions. To join, go to lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y-E, Preston.com forward slash community. And if you feel like you're really ready to change your life, let's work together in my coaching programs. I have a free assessment that's the first step to seeing if we're a good fit. Just go to lindsayepreston.com forward slash assessment to take it now. Thanks again for tuning into the show today. I'm so grateful you're here and I'll see you next time. But until we meet again, remember my friend, you're only as unstoppable as you believe you can be. So believe in yourself. You got this.